You are listening to a Hippily Horror Stories Patreon bonus preview. If you like what you're hearing, stick around to the end to find out how you can get more. Hey guys, welcome to episode 633 of Hillbilly Shorts. Hey everybody, what's so, up? So we did a Sunday night show on the Paintsville UFO. Mm-hmm. Gotten some really good feedback on that one so far. Mm-hmm. And so then we did the short yesterday on the UFOs in Pennsylvania. So I thought we would stick with the UFO theme for a little bit. Okay. So let's talk about unexplained aerial phenomena, because that's the new thing now. They don't like to call them UFOs. Now it's unexplained aerial <laughs> phenomena. That's where, like when the uh, the footage came out uh, a couple weeks ago. Well, actually came out a couple months ago from the uh, that the Navy finally verified though that that w- was their video. Oh, and, and yeah. Tom DeLong is actually the one who got it and somehow mm-hmm. and then put it out. Uh, but they finally did a couple of weeks ago say, yeah, that, that officially came from us. And yeah, we don't know what the hell it is. But in those stories, they talked about, they started calling it unexplained aerial phenomena. He probably of, felt like a little kid putting that out. Like, oh, I you guarantee. Know what so when it comes to extraterrestrial life and making contact with those from outer space, everyone has an opinion. Some think it's all hack, some are open to speculate, and others still are entirely taken with the tales and stories as old as time. Cameras poised and tinfoil hats at the ready. One of many crazy conspiracy theories. UFOs have fascinated and confused us for years, and each new flying saucer or hovercraft sighting makes national news and splits us into two camps. While it's easy to debunk individual stories, it's much harder to argue with the U.S. Department of Defense. In the videos leaked back in 2000 and 2017, the Pentagon has aimed to clear up any misconceptions by the public on whether or not the footage that has been circulating was real. In the video, unidentified objects are seen spinning and hovering in the air and above the water while two Navy pilots remark in shock and confusion over the two oblong disc-shaped objects. Whether you're a believer or skeptic, UFO sightings bring a little wonder and a little fear in all of us. Take a look at these sightings and stories and make of it what you will. Most importantly, keep looking at the sky. So they got, what they've got is is a list of what they deem to be the the biggest or most famous sightings. Mm-hmm. And these are more or less like a list that we've done in the past, so we'll do that. The first one on the list is Betty and Barney Hill. This is the original blue dress with a white stain. Oh, yeah. I remember Betty and Barney because I was like, the Flintstones are rubbles. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. It's only fair that we begin with the most famous UFO and alien abduction cases in history, the Betty and Barney Hill case. The two were driving on the road in New Hampshire at night when a bright light seemed to start following them. Their watches had stopped working. This was actually the first case, too, where, where you had heard about any of the, like, mechanical problems yeah, with the cars and all that stuff. Yeah. So their watches stopped working and they couldn't remember a thing. During sessions with a psychiatrist, they later recalled being probed and violated by aliens during an abduction. The case was investigated by Project Blue Book and now declassified it USO, UFO secret. Hmm. What, what it feels like to be probed. <laughs> I don't know, but that sure comes up a lot in this show. I know, but I just wonder, like, if they do, like, use a lube. I doubt that they use lube because they, they just probably go for don't it. care. Oh, God. They're probably bareback all the way. 
And I made reference to it earlier about the the blue dress, like the Clinton scandal. But mm -hmm. that was a situation where she had a blue dress. It had some kind of a white liquid or something on it, <laughs> and they never, they never. And that dress is somewhere in a museum. Yeah, but, I, I've heard but, that. Uh, they never could figure out what the substance was that was on the dress. I think we all know what the substance. No, was. we're not talking about Monica Lewinsky's. We know what that <laughs> substance was. <laughs> it was as clear as semen. Um, Barbara <laughs> Lamb and the Lizard Man. So next one we're going to talk about. We'll save some more for uh, tomorrow. A woman named Barbara Lamb, a psychotherapist who observed crop circles, claimed that a reptilian figure appeared in her house one day. Now this was, came from a, a report from Vanity Fair. He was tall and had piercing yellow eyes. Normally not fond of snakes and lizards, the reptile appeared friendly and welcoming to Lamb. So she reached out to touch his hand. Then the Lizard Man vanished as suddenly as he appeared. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot more to that story, but these are just like really small clips. That oh. might be one we need to look a little deeper into because I had not heard that story. No, me neither. But it does bring up, and we'll, we'll finish on this, it does bring up David Icke, who... Of Mike and Ikes? No, no, but that would be, I would probably enjoy that more. Mm -hmm. David Icke, is a huge conspiracy theorist, mm -hmm. and he's one of the he's the one really to get all this. Five G is the reason for the coronavirus and all that stuff. That's got people burning down five G towers in England and all oh that. Oh my gosh, are you serious? Yeah, but that's one of his theories is that you know that's what caused all this and how much damage it does because radiation it puts out in the air and oh my gosh. But way before that, he was famous for saying that he thinks that. Like a lot of our world leaders and politicians and stuff are actually lizard people. <laughs> He's serious, though. They're actually lizard people that came from outer space, and they have the appearance of a regular person. Like a men in black, sort of. Yeah, yeah. But he's dead serious that that's the same. So when I hear that and I see the lizard person, that, that immediately makes me think about David Icke. And I need to try to get him on the show. Where's he live? I believe he's in Great Britain. Oh, but well, that would be interesting for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, he's he's got his followers, and he's got people who thinks he's an absolute nut job. So, I mean, isn't it, isn't it really crazy how somebody's brain thinks to imagine that? You know, to yeah. really think that that's real. Who's to say it's not? Oh, I don't believe. I mean, it may be real. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's onto something, and everybody else just thinks he's a yeah. nut job. True story. So, all right, guys. Well, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Hey guys, welcome to episode 634, Phil Billy Shorts. <laughs> what are you giggling about over there? I don't know. You just said, let's go, and, but I didn't get going yet, and you went ahead, <laughs> and I was just sitting there looking at you. Well, I mean, but you are just sitting there. What did you have to get going? <laughs> You're sitting there with a mic in front of your face. You really wouldn't anything for you to have to prepare for. I know. I didn't know what I was going to say. Was I going to say, yo, what up, hey? <laughs> You know, those are big decisions in my life. <laughs> so yesterday we were talking about like a list of famous UFO stories. So we got some more. Zimbabwe children and the end of the world is what this is titled. Oh, this is just great. In September of 1994, several UFOs allegedly hovered near a school in Rua, Zimbabwe. This is also according to Vanity Fair. The children who observed these UFOs were terrified when they were asked to explain what had happened. They described beans with big heads, no nose, just two holes, no mouth, 
and long black hair. That sounds like Marilyn Manson. I was going to say, that sounds like somebody familiar. The children said that they were dressed in dark suits and communicated telepathically. I think it's about something that's going to happen, said one little girl. What I thought was maybe the world's going to end. They were telling us the world's going to end. I don't even know. It just popped up in my head. He never said anything. He talked just with his eyes. You know, that's scary, especially to hear a kid say that. Well, not only that, this was a group of kids that all saw all the same saw thing. Yeah. And, you know, there was a situation at, and, uh, when a bunch of kids in England were in on a um, uh, recess and were outside during recess, and a bunch of them at one time saw a UFO uh, land in the woods, and they had some really big descriptions like that. So, it's... remember the birthday party on signs? Yeah. Remember that little green <laughs> yeah. man came out, and they're like, "Oh, big Look at that little green man." <laughs> is, that, is that what they said? They did. Okay. I tell you what, that was a good movie. I like that. It was movie. a good movie. But yeah. I, I, I thought the funniest part was when he said, "I cursed." Oh yeah. Yeah, because he's a preacher. That was funny. <laughs> I cursed. He said, I know. <laughs> Ninja's off aloud tonight. We apologize. Oh. He doesn't care. No. He, he cares deeply. No. Okay. The next one is the Rendlesham Forest incident. This is one we've done an entire show on. A whole no, entire show? No. Known as Britain's Roswell, the Rendlesham Forest incident is one of the most famous UFO reports. The reason? Because the witnesses involved in the December 1980 event were, in fact, U.S. military personnel and considered Highly credible witnesses. They reported seeing an alien aircraft zoom through the forest. When they went to go check it out, it seemed as though strange hieroglyphics were written all over the craft. It turned out that this was most likely a prank played on U.S. soldiers by the British military. For more chills, go check out this uh, 12-part series from World's Most Haunted Forest. This is not the case. I've never, never, Ninja... <laughs> strange. I have never in all my research done on Rendlesham Forest and I have done tons and we even had the guys on from Don't Break the Oath back mm -hmm, then which mm -hmm. run with the supernatural now we had them on to talk about the case never ever 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 have I heard that was even suspected that it was the British playing a prank, prank on them that just sounds stupid Every, why would they I mean I mean well and, and if, if I'm, I started to say something stupid like if you remember in this case which I know you don't oh <gasps> rude <laughs> but in that case the the couple of guys that went in this forest had this this craft they went in and found all this stuff and they went but came back later and the thing was still there they went and and had to get uh questioned and put mm -hmm. under like hypnosis and question you're not doing all that stuff's not a prank yeah that's a yeah. way overboard to be a prank so i agree I'm very frustrated. All right. <laughs> this is a pretty good one. I thought about doing a bonus episode on this one time. The O'Hare International Airport Saucer out of uh, Chicago. On November 7, 2006, United Flight 446 was about to depart from Chicago's O'Hare International Airport when a dozen United Airlines employees spotted an odd metallic craft hovering above the gate. The employees reported that it hung in the air for several minutes before finally shooting up at breakneck speed into the clouds. The strangest part? 
the UFO did not register on the airport's radar despite all the witnesses. Mm. The FAA, their FAA declined to investigate, chalking it up to a weather phenomenon. Come on, guys. You can do better than that. Exactly. Seriously. Exactly what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Phenomena. I'm going to get you that shirt. All right. <laughs> That's what we got. But well, we got more UFO stories tomorrow just like oh. this. All Yay. right. On. All right. See you guys tomorrow. Bye, guys. Love you. Hey, guys. If you like what you just heard. We do six of those small bonus episodes every single week. We also do two full-length bonus episodes every month. We do a listener stories episode, and then a story that's just like the ones you would typically hear on the regular feed. If you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com and look up Hillbilly Horror Stories, or go to hillbillyhorrorstories.com, and there's a direct link right there. Thank you guys so much for what you do for us.